New on Curiosity Street. Louis B. Mayer, Jack Warner, William Fox. Hollywood was the city of dreams, but the beginnings were a nightmare. You will never work in this town again! It's Titans, the rise of Hollywood. And Merapi, one of the world's most active volcanoes. Can we better predict its next deadly eruption? A new expedition hunts for life-saving answers on exploring the volcano. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Before we get started with today's podcast, I'd like to thank our sponsors of the NHEG Recognition Day, which occurred on June 27th. Special thank you to First Federal Bank, Silicon Valley High School, and Walmart. Thank you for helping us create a great day. So today's topic is going to be about Parkinson's disease. It's something I haven't covered and I was interested in discovering. Um, So I hope you join me on this journey of discovering Parkinson's disease and exactly what it is, what it does, and current treatments and how it's diagnosed. So the first thing... I looked into is what is it? So Parkinson's is a neurological disorder. It affects the person's motor skills and their ability to move around in general. So young adults rarely get Parkinson's. It does happen, but it's considered an outlier and it's considered early onset Parkinson's if a young person does get it. Um, But the disease tends to show up in individuals over 50 years of age, and men tend to get it more often than women. Parkinson's is a progressive disease, which means it gets worse over time. And there is no known cure for Parkinson's, but research is ongoing. So basically, again, when it says it's a progressive disease, it means that it gets worse over time, like like it was said. So you may at first develop tremors in your hands but then that progresses to not be able to being able to hold a glass um not your speech it becomes impaired over the years it is unfortunately progressive like that um whereas something like what i have cerebral palsy it's not necessarily progressive in that way so that's the difference i i was born with cp And basically what CP has already done to my body, it's done. Parkinson's continues to affect the body as a person goes throughout life. 
So what are the symptoms for Parkinson's? Um, early signs of the disease um, are A, tremors. I mentioned that. People are probably most familiar with this uh, symptom. Shaking in a limb occurs most commonly in the hands. They may tremble when at rest. People with Parkinson's have difficulty grasping objects, like grasping a glass or reach or a doorknob or things like that. Um, also, slowed movement. So as the disease progresses, individuals may walk more slowly or find simple tasks take longer and are more difficult. Again, that's um, because the disease impairs the nervous system, um, specifically your motor skills, your ability to walk, um, and we'll see later ability to speak and such. And, and such. Um, Rigid muscles. Muscles may stiffen in any part of the body. This can be painful and limit a person's range of motion. Again, with, with the slowness in walking, that's because they're fighting the rigid muscles in their legs. Um, again, I'll make a comparison here with CP. I have rigid muscles in my legs. I have difficulty walking. This is something that's progressive um, with a Parkinson's patient. They may start dragging their feet. Um, that's a symptom I'm familiar with from CP. My feet tend to drag because of the muscle tightness in my hamstrings. So we're looking at something, the effect is something similar to that, but the cause is much different and it's something again that will grow worse over time. Um, Impaired posture and balance. Posture may become stooped and balance will be affected. Again, um, this seems like it's also connected to the muscles becoming rigid um, and not being able to move as well. And remember, this, this does not really have anything to do with the muscles themselves. It, ha it has... It, it's because the brain is sending electrical impulses through um, through the spine and telling the legs or the muscles what to do. In some cases, like in Parkinson's and actually in CP as well, um, the neural impulses that go to the muscles are firing incorrectly, and so they tell the body, okay, your your muscles have to be tense, even when a person is standing at a relaxed state. Um, so, again, I I don't think this has is about the muscles themselves. It's about the neurological systems controlling the muscles. Um, this also affects posture. Um, again, your your body, the muscles, everything works together with your body, um, within your body. So tight muscles may pull things out of whack. You, you know, things things change when the nervous. It's it's a cascading effect, I guess, is what I'm trying to say here. Um. <clears throat> 
So another symptom is inability to perform unconscious actions such as blinking or smiling. Um, my understanding is that pe people with Parkinson's eventually have a tough time smiling. They may be able to smile with like half of their face um, or not smile at all. Um, they may, if, if the disease progresses to the point where it starts affecting um, the neurological impulses to the muscles in the mouth, then they may have trouble speaking. Um, there is also those people with Parkinson's may end up talking in a monotone voice, tone of voice. Um, not necessarily because that's actually how they're thinking. It's because they have lost the ability to modulate their voice to create inflections. So everything comes out in a flat monotone type voice. Um, trouble with writing. Oh, going back to the speech. Um, also, people with Parkinson's may speak softly, quickly, or hesitantly. So either either one. Again, that's how Parkinson's affects the, the structure of the mouth. Um, <clears throat> again, trouble with writing. Writing may be difficult, and letters may appear small. That's that's an interesting thing um, that I discovered uh, that I find interesting that it's that particular thing um, rather than the handwriting just being messy or hard to decipher or becoming increasingly um, more 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 difficult just in general, um, that it specifically says that the handwriting may become cramped looking, um, as opposed to, again, I'm going to use myself as an example, as opposed to someone like me, I also have trouble with writing, but that has to do with the fact that my hand is weak. And so my handwriting, although I can write, is very sloppy, um, and some people can't read it. Um, I find it interesting that Parkinson's does have that feature, but that they're, the way they present the handwriting is, it's, it's tiny and cramped. That's interesting. Um, I'd also like to talk about comorbid symptoms. Again, this is, these are symptoms that may occur, maybe not directly involving because of the neurological disorder, but because of the situation and the way things cascade in the body, um, people may present with these symptoms as well, even if they're not specifically directly related to Parkinson's. But before we get into that category, I'd like to stop and take a listen to what's going on at NHEG right now. I'll see you after the break. 
right now. You might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. If you missed the first segment, I encourage you, if you're listening to this as a recorded podcast, you can rewind now. And segment one was about the basics of Parkinson's disease. If you're listening to this live, just short, shortly to re- recap, um, Parkinson's is a neurological disease. It affects um, the nervous system. It presents in a, in a variety of ways. The first thing that most people tend to notice is tremors, most often in the hands. Um, Parkinson's is progressive, and it starts affecting other parts of the body. Um, you may see stiff muscles, people unable to control the muscles in their face, such a, and unable to control things such as smiling or other facial expressions. Um, their speech may become affected because of the structure of the mouth, that sort of thing. So in this segment, I'd like to talk about comorbid symptoms, which, as I mentioned, are symptoms that may not be directly related to Parkinson's, but are often seen in conjunction with people in people with Parkinson's in conjunction with the actual Parkinson's diagnosis. So these are decrease in cognitive functioning and dementia may occur in later stages of the disease. Now, if you think about it, this makes sense um, because Parkinson's is a progressive disease. It's a neurological disorder. So, I mean, basically the seat of your neurological functioning is your brain. So it, it makes sense that, unfortunately, dementia would be a factor as you grow older. Um, depression and other emotional changes. Um, an individual with Parkinson's may suffer from a number of mental illnesses. Among these are depression, anxiety, fear, and lack of motivation. Um, again, neurons firing in strange ways, in ways that maybe they had been they had been healthy and productive and firing in the right way as as parkinson's progresses you have neurons firing differently so that of course means losses of certain neurotransmitters for example depression is um you you are low in a dopamine neurotransmitter and so it affects your mood and it presents as depression um issues with swallowing and eating um i can imagine this one would actually be very 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 scary again it makes sense as you know parkinson's progresses and it starts affecting the muscles in the throat um again if you miss part one 
I'd like to note that it's not necessarily the muscles that are affected. It's what the neurons tell your muscles to do. So if your muscles or if your neurons are telling your muscles, hey, okay, tighten up. And it's a situation really you don't need to be tight. Um, you may have trouble with some actions like walking. And as it becomes progressively worse, then swallowing becomes an issue because that's an automatic res response that your body should be controlling, but it's not controlling correctly. Um, sleep problems and disorders. Um, again, your internal clock is part of your brain and your brain is there is actually a special section of your brain um, that tells you when to wake up and when to go to sleep usually it's it's coordinated with light I had an episode regarding sleep disorders a um, few episodes back if you'd like to check that out um, but again because this is a neurological disorder and there's neurological disruption um, sleep disorders can occur um, this is not an exhaust, exhaustive list of symptoms. Of course, always, if you think you may have signs of Parkinson's, please consult with a doctor. Get a referral from your primary care to see a neurologist. This is extremely important. Don't, don't waste time with this. You know, the earlier it, it's caught, the earlier they can provide care to relieve symptoms. Um, with that, I'd like to pause for an ad from one of our sponsors, Silicon Valley High School. Again, thank you, Silicon Valley, for supporting our Recognition Day this year. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Today's topic is Parkinson's disease. So... We went through the symptoms of Parkinson's and the comorbid symptoms, the symptoms that may not be directly related to Parkinson's, may not directly come from Parkinson's disease, but may be seen alongside the Parkinson's diagnosis. So what about treatment for Parkinson's? Um, right now there is no cure. Um, there are several medications which can alleviate symptoms of the disease and research is ongoing. Um, there is a huge list of medications and I have some links if you'd like to check out more information about that. Um, there are a lot of options as far as medication. Um, this is as the disease progresses, you may be placed by your neurologist on one of these medications. It can alleviate symptoms but like said, you know, above that there is no cure, unfortunately. Um, but it can improve a person's quality of life, and that's really important. 
And like I said, I'll have links in the show notes regarding the specifics of the medications offered, but the list is quite long and we need more time in the podcast, honestly, for me to go through the list and, and the effect and what each medication is supposed to do to help people with Parkinson's. So let's talk about some risk factors. Risk factors as far as Parkinson's are age. We talked about this a little bit at the top of the podcast. Early onset is possible, but most patients start to see symptoms appear after age 50. Um, This, so a small subset of the population, like young adults, do develop Parkinson's, but it, again, it's in the older pop- population most um, most commonly. Um, again, gender, men are more likely than women to develop this disease. Um, your genetics. There are some genetic markers associated with Parkinson's that can be passed down from family. Um, a moment here. I don't know if you can hear it. I do have construction going on in my building, so I apologize for that. Um, I had thought they stopped for the day, but apparently not. So please bear with me. So genetics. Again, there's some there's some indication that we have genetic markers that are passed down in family lines that may be related to Parkinson's. Again, research is ongoing. You know, it again. It, there, the genetic component may be a factor. Now, I do want to po- point out is that if you have some of these genetic markers, if if your neurologist does testing, and it's determined that you do have these genetic markers, that does not automatically mean you're going to get the disease. It means you're at higher risk. But a lot of factors going go into getting any type of disease. Um, not just Parkinson's. So I wouldn't, if you go to a neurologist and they say, oh, you have this predisposition towards Parkinson's, I would not take that as, you know, that Parkinson's is definitely in your future. Discuss that with your neurologist more, see what they think, and go from there. Environment. Um, I found this part interesting because this this I truly did not know. Environmental factors such as prolonged exposure to pesticides may increase the risk of Parkinson's. That's interesting. Um, So I would imagine people, farm workers might be at risk. Um, People that, I I don't know, do crop dusting in a plane perhaps. It's an interesting factor to look into, and um, I I don't exactly know why that particularly would cause Parkinson's. Um, again, when I did research for this project here, there was there was mention of it, but because research is ongoing, there's still a lot of things we don't know about what may cause Parkinson's and how it may cause Parkinson's. Um, 
So that's my little rundown on Parkinson's disease. Again, if you want more information, I will have some links in the show notes. Um, I'd like to close by doing a little housekeeping here. If you like this show, please um, let us know. And also we have another show on our network. Buffy Williams is the host for, for that show. Her show is on education. And her show is on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you like my show, I encourage you to give Buffy's a show a shot. She is very knowledgeable and she's a fun listen. Um, I would also encourage people to contact me either via email at Erica H at New Heights, New Heights Education.org. Again, Erica with a K. H is in Harry at newheightseducation.org. Or this show is live if you'd like to chat with me in, well, in person over, over the computer. Um, I use Zoom. You can call in using 1-646-558-8656. That's the United States number through New York. So your long distance your long distance charges may apply when you call that number. Our meeting ID for Zoom is 2699. Again, that's US. Or, oh, excuse me, let me rephrase that. The meeting ID is 465 172882. Again, I have my chat window open if you'd like to call in and we can chat about some of these things. If you'd like for me to cover a specific topic, by all means, shoot me an email and I will, you know, I will write something up for you and we'll discuss it on the show. And I can even give you a shout out as someone who suggested the topic, if you'd like. So again, My name is Erica, and you've been listening to the New Heights Show on Education. This show is every Thursday. It is 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 4 p.m. Eastern. With that, I'll wish everyone a great week, and I will see you back here next Thursday for another show for of the New Heights show on education. Take care. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom. 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. 